You're listening to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. I'm a certified life, health, and nutrition coach, and I'm also a breast cancer thriver. If you're trying to figure out how to move past the trauma and the emotional toll of breast cancer, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I will give you the tools and the insights to create a life that's even better than before breast cancer. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to another episode of Better Than Before Breast Cancer with the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. This is our Tuesday terrain talk, but even more special than that, this is the 300th episode of this podcast. What is it about those big round numbers that feel like such landmark, right? Such memorable moments, 300 episodes. You know, it was funny because obviously I'm reflecting, this is a, a milestone for me, 300 episodes. I started this podcast back in 2017. And not only is this the 300th episode, but ironically, I'm on target this month to hit 300,000 downloads for this podcast. Mind blowing. And at the same time that I've done this, today I did this exercise where I put 12 ginormous calendars on the wall and planned out my 2024 year. Now, it's not a 100% complete plan, but it's an excellent framework that I'm starting with. And as I thought about recording episode 300 while I was doing this exercise, and I looked at this plan of 2024 up on my wall. And I thought about back on 2023, and I thought about what I wanted 2023 to look like, what 2023 actually looked like, and just kind of marveled at life. I looked at this calendar, at these 12 huge sheets up on my wall, and I thought, wow, last January, January 2023, I had a big plan for the year, not as detailed as a plan I had for 2024. 2024, I hadn't gone that deep into what I wanted, but in 2023, I've spent a lot of time studying and practicing manifesting and intentional living. But back in January 2023, the end of that year, so the last week of December, I launched the Four Pillars of Breast Cancer Recovery. And I had a plan for that course. And I enrolled a bunch of people. It was really beautiful. We had an excellent experience. I was in Iceland with my sister, my granddaughter, my niece, my nephews, a bunch of our loves celebrating the new year. And when we got home from Iceland, I got really sick, really sick. I was sick for about a month and it was a respiratory infection and it took me about three months to really recover from that. I got really, really sick. So it was maybe about the beginning of April before I started feeling myself again. Now I kept up with the podcast. I kept up with my courses. I supported my people during that time, but I was not feeling great. And then May rolled around and I started having a lot of pain, a lot of pain. May, well, I actually, I was April, April, because by Mother's Day, I'd been in pain for some time. And by June, I was really concerned. And my doctor was really concerned. I was on Virginio at the time. They had started me on Virginio in March of 2023. And by 
Mother's Day and going into June, I was having a difficult time even walking. I was in a lot of pain in my hips. And we were looking, doing some scans and trying to make some decisions on my treatment plan because it was clear that the cancer that was in my hip, and especially my right hip, was becoming very metabolically active. And by the end of August, I had gone back into radiation, did a few radiation treatments and changed medications. So I really doubled down on my diet and lifestyle back in May. And then I changed from Virginia to Zalota in August, June, in June, right? And everything changed for me at that point, right? So now from August forward, I've been feeling amazing. My tumor markers plummeted. So I've been in the green zone for a while now, meaning that what's considered normal in a lab when we're looking at tumor markers for breast cancer, for the breast cancer marker we look at in my lab, normal is to see the um, marker from zero to 25, and I'm at 21. So excellent, excellent, excellent news. And here I am, December, looking at the year 2024, and here's some things that pop up in my mind. Thinking about this being our Tuesday train talk, this talking about our body and the tissues of our body, what we do to support our body, I just have to say how remarkable it is. I shared that story with you about last year because I want it just to sink in for me and for you how incredibly resilient our bodies are, how fluid our bodies can be and how much we can do to influence that. And I don't think that any one thing made the difference. I think Zalota helped. I think radiation helped. I think my ketogenic diet helped. I think training my mind helped, my state of mind. I think my whole lifestyle had a lot to do with the fact that I'm here today and feeling really good today and that everything is looking great today and that I'm planning for a really full and fabulous year ahead. And I just want to emphasize that because a lot of times when we go through breast cancer or go through breast cancer treatment, or for those of you who, like me, are living with metastatic disease and working to heal our bodies from metastatic disease, sometimes we can get into kind of a despair, a hopelessness, a frustration because our joints are in pain or we're feeling a lot of fatigue. And what happens is we tend to put energy into thinking about what isn't feeling good, right? We tend to focus like I'm in a lot of pain or I'm in a lot of fatigue. Instead of trying to step back and be future focused. And in fact, when it comes to supporting our amazing, incredibly flexible bodies, and I say flexible, not in the terms of like doing yoga and pretzeling, but just flexible. They're, they're constantly changing, constantly adapting. And I think that's just such a, a powerful thing. And I hope that when that sinks in, it gives you a lot of hope. As I'm saying this out loud, I'm thinking about a woman who I did a summit with, and she's a metastatic breast cancer thriver, and she is a very much an advocate for people with metastatic breast cancer. Her name is Tara Coyote. And we did a summit, I think it was about a year ago, and then we keep in touch and I follow her on Instagram. And she was in hospice with stage four metastatic breast cancer, and now she has no evidence of disease, right? I just... 
I'm saying that, and I think it's so impactful for this 300th episode because my mind has changed so much from where I was in 2017, definitely where I was in 2012, at the end of 2012, when I finished my first round of active treatment for breast cancer. And my mind was in this place where I looked at my body as if it was working against me. You know, I looked at my body as it betrayed me, it gained weight, it got cancer. And, you know, all of this really war kind of driven language that we're exposed to when we talk about breast cancer, be a warrior, fight breast cancer, kill breast cancer, all of that kind of stuff. That's where my head was. Fast forward now, what the, I ended tree, I was originally diagnosed in 2011. So we're at, what is that, 12 plus 12 and a half years later. I freaking love my body so much. I love my body so much. I think about it completely differently. And I'll coach people who are frustrated, who are in the place where I was who are fighting their body. And while they're fighting their body at the same time, they're wanting it to respond the way that they hope it will respond. And it's not going to happen. I remember thinking like, I got to try harder. I have to be more disciplined. I'm going to work out more. Push, push, push. I was stressing my body so much, trying to force it to do what I wanted it to do while my poor body was trying to recover from being poisoned by chemotherapy, trying to find a balance of being thrown into menopause in one friggin' day, right? Going through surgeries, anesthesia, sicknesses, infections, so much that I went through during the treatment for cancer. And then came out of it thinking I'm going to push my body harder so it does what I want it to do. What the heck? Now? No way. I don't think like that at all. Now, every day I wake up, I'm like, you are so amazing, body. You are so amazing. So beautiful. So wonderful. So strong. How can I support you more? What can I do today to support this body? Thank you for giving me the ability to walk today because there was a time where I couldn't walk. There was a time when walking was not only too painful, but too dangerous because my hip could have broken. Now I walk miles every day. I do spin classes a couple of times a week. I do yoga a couple of times a week. I don't run. I don't jump. There's no plyometrics. I'm careful, right? I don't want any impact, but my body supports me. It wants to heal. Like Think about that. Your body wants to heal. We have all of these cells. We have all of these little microbes, all of these bacteria, all these little buddies living with us. They all want to live. And then we go, okay, wait, hold on. Cancer does too, right? That's the problem with cancer. It doesn't know when to die off. And I think about that as I think I've maybe referred to on the podcast before as these cancer cells being this like disconnect, not part of the community because the community of the healthy cells they want to thrive. And we have to do what we can to support those healthy cells and put our energy into that belief, into driving that, into manifesting that health and that healing and that support more than we're putting our energy into thinking about killing something that's a part of our body. I mean, it's our own cells. It's our own cells that aren't following the rules, that aren't complying. But since starting this podcast, since starting this journey of breast cancer, I've realized that the energy I put into fighting exhausted me and it exhausted my body. 
And when I put my thoughts into how my body was betraying me, how it wasn't listening to me, what I was actually doing was making it worse. Because then I would think, okay, my body didn't respond the way I think it should, right? I've been a personal trainer for what, 14 years, a yoga teacher, right? A wellness professional. I have a degree in health sciences and healthy lifestyle coaching. And I thought like, I know how a body is supposed to work. It's calories in, calories out. It's resistance training. It's flexibility training, right? And I was wrong. Not wrong in that those things aren't good for me. I do those things every day, but wrong in thinking that was the only part and to drive your body harder was the answer. When I realized that it was to be a partner to this body, to stop putting more stress. It's not responding because it's too stressed, right? Your body is not responding. It's not working right. It's undergoing a lot of stress because it wants to work right. It wants to feel good. It wants to be healthy and strong. And so it's constantly trying to thrive. And we've got to support that with positive thinking, with loving on that body, with making good decisions for it, with feeding it well, with just speaking to it well, right? I think about the things that I said to my body in 2011 and 2012. Holy mackerel. Like, why would my body work with me? Why would my terrain respond to the way that I was treating it? And then when I got into so much frustration and anger and resentment for the way it wasn't responding, then of course I treated it worse by pushing it harder. And even then by putting things in it that didn't, that didn't serve it, right? By eating more flour, by eating more sugar, by telling myself this, this thought error of, oh, it's not responding. So it doesn't matter what I do. So I'll just do whatever I want, which was really just an excuse to buffer, right? To look for something external to make me feel good because I wasn't doing the internal work. So when it comes to speaking about Terrain Tuesday, Terrain Tuesday talk, thinking about supporting my metabolism, thinking about what I've learned over 300 episodes and over, let's see, so 12 years, a little more than 12 years since the first time I had cancer and evolving in that there and looking at this plan and thinking about what my body's been through is, wow, it's miraculous. And we get to trust our bodies. We get to stop and think like, I'm going to trust and partner with this body. As I put my year up on the wall and I looked at my plan of what I want to put out into the world next year, of how I want this business to serve so many other women and help them learn to love themselves more because screw the diet plan, screw the show up at the gym, learn to love yourself more. That will change the way you treat your body. I see it all the time. I've done it myself. I promise you, the work starts between your ears before it starts changing by what you decide to put into your mouth, right? We've got to do the work of changing the way we talk to ourselves, changing the way we treat this body. So as I'm looking forward at this 2024, some things came to mind. I was super excited. I'm having a really exciting day. I loved putting my plan for a year up on the wall. I loved marking off the vacations I'm going to take next year the time I'm going to spend with my loved ones, the things I'm going to create for the clients that work with me, the things I'm going to create for people who hear this podcast or who come to my workshops. I'm so excited about that. And it made me think about how many women I talk to who have had breast cancer, 
who are going through treatment or have been through treatment and who say to themselves, I can't plan anything because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to get sick. I don't know if I'm going get, to get a recurrence. I don't know if I'm going to have to have a different kind of treatment. And I thought about those things as I put my ear on the wall because I don't know either. But I do know what I want my life to look like. And I do know how I want my body to feel. And putting those goals up on the wall, putting that plan on a calendar, deciding on it, looking at it, committing to it, feeling it, like absorbing it, seeing this amazing year, that in and of itself is exciting and inspiring. And I believe supports my healing because I'm looking at a year of life. I get to decide that's the life I want. Do I have complete control over everything that happens to me? I do not. I shared with you what happened last year, right? Did I end up meeting my business goals I had for last year, doing all the things I'd planned to put in the world? I didn't. But you know what I did do? I supported myself. I thought about my health first. I didn't let myself feel left out. When something changed, I gave myself grace and said, this body needs more support right now. As much as I'd love to put the thing I have on the calendar out into the world, my body's more important and it needs the rest. We've got to shift the way we think about ourselves, the driving, the pushing, the demanding of a body more than it has to give. It needs to stop. You would not do that to anybody else. Why would you do it to your own body? When I look at that year up on the wall and I just think, that's so awesome and exciting to have these things to look forward to, that gives me a physical feeling of glowing, of growing, of excitement. That gives me a feeling of vibrancy. And even though if I were to stop and someone were to say, well, Laura, you never know, like you have been diagnosed with stage four cancer. What if you have to do radiation again next year and the plans you have, you know, you're not going to be able to do those. I don't know when that comes, I'll deal with it. But for today, where I'm at today, I get to look at that calendar and I get to say, that's what I want my life to look like. That's what I'm going to stay, take steps towards each and every day. That's what I'm going to put my energy behind. That's what I'm going to visualize. That's what I'm going to think about. And every single day, I'm going to do everything I can and make every decision based on the Laura who creates that year. How does she need to feel today? How do I need to feed this body so it has the energy, so it has the clarity of mind, so that it has the determination and the inspiration to move forward with this plan? So I think when it comes to supporting the terrain of our body, thinking about how you want your body to feel, no matter where you're at in this breast cancer journey, whether it's in treatment, out of treatment, living in treatment, healing from treatment, 10 years out from treatment, I know it's always on your mind. I had cancer. I could have it again. I know that because I've coached hundreds of women and every single one of them have that on their mind. I have to work through keeping that off my mind, but knowing in the back of my mind, it is a reality, right? It is a reality. I have cancer cells in my body and I have to be very mindful of the things that I do to support the continued healing and the ability for this body to heal. When we infuse that energy 
that vision, that belief into our life, that is what helps us make the decision to support our metabolism. I promise you, what I hear, what I see with my clients, it is the ones who are fighting, the ones who are demanding that their body do what they think it should do, ends up frustrating them, ends up separating them from the connection and the love of their body, and sends them straight down the rabbit hole of self-abusive behavior and sabotaging their own health while they're saying, I know what I need to do, but I'm doing something else because I'm mad at my body. My body's not working, right? And we get stuck. We've got to do this thought work. The Terrain Tuesday talks are focused on what we can do to support our body's ability to heal, to support our health, to support the way we want to feel physically on a regular basis. But that goes so much deeper than just the food. So what I want to leave this 300th episode, what I want to leave you with after this 300th episode is think about the way you think about your body. Think about the way you talk to yourself. Think about the way you feed yourself. And think about what your body wants. What if your body wanted to be healthy, strong, energetic, and clear-minded? Can you absorb that? Can you embrace that? Can you say to yourself, my body wants to be these things? And then can you ask yourself, what can I do? How can I support it in achieving that state of being, in achieving that state of existence? And where am I telling myself that because my body isn't doing what I want it to do, I'm actually doing things that are more harmful? Where are you telling yourself that because it doesn't feel the way you want it to feel, that you're focused on how it's not working right? rather than what you can do to support it with love and compassion and no judgment. Where's that happening for you in your life, right? I know I've said it before. I'm going to say it again now because with the background I have, I could give you an exercise plan. I could give you a diet plan, but they will be worthless. Even though you're coming up at the time of this recording in December, you're coming up to a new year when everybody's like, I'm going to change. I'm going to eat differently. I'm going to exercise more. Unless you work on the way you think about yourself, on the way you love yourself, on the appreciation, on the magnificence of this body you are in, you will not make those changes. At least you won't make them long-term. And the majority of the people who go into the new year deciding that willpower is going to carry them through are done with that plan by February, right? But I want you to be successful because I want you to feel good in your body. I want you to feel good about caring for yourself. I want you to feel good, not deprived, not left out about making choices to care for yourself in the way your body needs to be cared for. And the way you do that is by doing the thought work and changing the way you think about yourself and think about this amazing terrain, this amazing body, all the tissues in it and what they want to do, what these tissues want to do to support you in feeling good and living your healthiest, best life. You want some help doing that thought work? You know where to come. You can find me at thebreastcancerrecoverycoach.com. Join my Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership because it is not focused on what feels bad. It is focused on 
What do you want in your life? How do you want to live? What is the life you want to create? What is the way you want to feel? Because you can get there, friend. All right? Cancer doesn't define us. Cancer doesn't determine how we're going to live our lives. We have the power to do that. And I invite you to join me in tapping into that power. I'll talk to you again soon. Till then, be good to yourself. to the test laid all your doubts to rest your mind is clearer than before your heart is full and wanting more your future's at the door give it all you got no hesitating you've been waiting all your life this is your moment